whenever there's a certain goal that we are shooting for, a vision that we have that we haven't quite reached yet, the gap appears that it's a person, it's money, it's something external, something that is external, it's outside of us. But really at a core, the biggest reason why we don't have that yet is because we are not being the person who can actually have that yet. Is your current success putting a lot of demands on you? If you're good at what you do, and you are, then everyone wants you. But that's no way to scale. If you're delivering spectacular results, you should be commanding higher fees, working with only the best clients. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast, where world-class agency owners and consultants learn how to fully monetize their expertise and scale profits by doing less. Here's your host, Mandy Ellison. What defining moments or milestones have happened to you along the way towards your current level of success? That was a question I was asked yesterday on a podcast. A friend and I, we were we really wanted to go deep. It was specifically targeted towards women and towards women on their path towards building a seven-figure company. So we were talking about those different milestones that happen along the way. And part of this is that very few business women actually ever reach seven figures in their company. In fact, only 2%. And in our tribe, we have a lot higher percentage than just 2% of women. And our Scale to Freedom tribe is million dollar and up. That's who we accept into our tribe now. We do have some programs for accelerators moving up to that for companies half a million dollars and up. But we've had a lot of opportunities to be able to see that pathway for clients that we've worked with along the way and also in our own company. So on one hand, there's like the physical milestones. There's the going from these different growth stages with revenue, with profit, with number of team members, with effectiveness, with marketing and sales and all these different milestones that you have. And I could go and put together a really long list of all those different milestones. But then there's also in reflecting a deeper personal journey that goes along with that. And that's actually what I want to talk about today is that personal journey. I invite you to reflect for a moment. What has your personal journey been? What has it looked like for you? What are those milestones that have happened for you along your on along the way to your current level of success? Well, one of the things that I looked back and I noticed specific times, one of the first milestones was shifting my relationship in such a way where it changed the connection that I had to my business and it made it a much more empowering way for me to grow. And I had a further one where I really healed some inner beliefs that I had around either being able to be successful or be happy and to be able to be a happy wife and happy mother. And I didn't realize that I had had this internal belief for a long time said that I wouldn't be able to have both. So what would happen is, is that every time that there would be some really big milestone met or hit, I would see conflict. I see conflict with my husband. This was really upsetting and very troubling to me because here, my relationship with my husband and my family is the most important thing to me in my life. But at the same time, it doesn't work if I can't be who I am and be successful and not be able to have things go well in my family, specifically in, in my relationship with my husband. And I noticed and I observed this pattern and there was 
this one moment several years back where we had just brought on just a whole handful of new clients. We'd really taken things to the next level. And there were just so many good things happening right at this moment. And just as I was celebrating and as and and being excited about this, out of I don't even know how this the whole thing transpired from the beginning, but all of a sudden I find myself sitting there arguing with my husband, being so angry that I think I threw a book across the wall, which I had never done before. I'm not like an angry person like that. I'm usually so cool as a cucumber in a situation like that. And actually, there's another word for that. It's like shutting down, <laughs> right? But anyway. That's what I was in this moment. I was so angry and like, I didn't feel heard in this moment. And I went over and I took his phone and I walked out of the room because he wasn't paying attention to me. And like, (laughs) that started World War III. So anyway, he was so upset at me that he went and he took my laptop, which is symbolic here, right? Walks out of the house and I'm chasing him. This is embarrassing. Thank goodness it was dark because our neighbors could have seen this. It was so embarrassing. And he puts it in the dumpster. He actually very gently put it in the dumpster. So I could tell that like he wanted to make a point, but he wasn't necessarily trying to sabotage me either. And here I was looking at this from like looking at how we were acting like children and noticing just both of us were so angry and we were so upset. And I looked at what he did. And I was so angry that I actually got up and I left and I went to go stay the night at my brother's house which was the first time this had ever happened in in our marriage. And I think at this time we probably married like 14 or 15 years or something like that. And I looked at this and I said, you know what? Clearly every time I bring a certain level of success, he just can't handle it. And I was blaming him and saying, well, this is most important thing. I I just got to fix this though. So he's wrong, but I'm just going to go ahead and fix this. So, you know what? I call up our relationship coach that we'd worked with some years back. And I said, okay, Bruce, you know what? He's wrong. These are all the things that he did, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm the bigger person here. And I've I've decided to go and fix this thing. He's unwilling to come to this call here. So I guess I'm just the only one to fix this. Right. And me and like my righteousness, I was sitting there to fix this relationship. And what he said to me just shocked me. He said, Mandy, you picked that fight. I said, no, I didn't. He's like, yes, you did. And he proceeded to as I explained the whole situation to him, proceeded to pick it apart and explain to me how everything that I I had done, all these different things that had created the very situation and recreated the very story that I had that I can't both have a successful and happy marriage and family and be a successful business owner. So what had happened is every time that I had hit a certain level, I had recreated that story. And that was a really big eye-opening, a really big eye-opener for me. And in that moment, you gave me a formula for how to go and fix that. In a couple of hours, I went and I took my, took responsibility for the part that I did and created a situation where I was able to heal that situation. And this was the biggest fight that we had ever had, really. One of the biggest fights. And like I mentioned, it was very ridiculous and childish, but we were able to heal our relationship in a very short amount of time, you know, building on some of the, the work that we had done with him in years past. But why I'm sharing this personal story is that there was something that I had to change about me in order for me to both be successful in my business and be successful in my life. That's one of the things that I have discovered personally in my own journey is that whenever there's a certain goal that we are shooting for, 
a vision that we have that we haven't quite reached yet. The gap appears that it's a person, it's money, it's something external, something that is external, it's outside of us. But really, at a core, the biggest reason why we don't have that yet is because we are not being the person who can actually have that yet. So the question is not what systems do I need to have in place? What people do I need to have in place? All those are good questions and all. But really the first question we need to ask ourselves is, who do I get to become? Who do I get to become to be able to have that $10 million company? Who do I get to become in order to be able to work 30 hours per week instead of 50, 60, or 70? Who do I get to become? And the real quantum leap is stepping into that person right now. Because when we become that person, that's when we are able to have access to all the resources that all of a sudden show up when we're able to hold that place of leadership. Some might call it that, hold that vibration, hold that frequency, be able to hold that energy, whatever you want to call that, that thing it is for you. But if you look back on your own experiences, you'll probably notice these patterns. I've seen these patterns for myself too, these patterns of where there's this really big breakthrough that happens, but what happened before that breakthrough? Well, there was a buildup. I've heard it also being called as a slingshot. So you're like pulling back the slingshot and that slingshot usually represents some kind of pain, turmoil, frustration, grief, et cetera, et cetera. And then letting go of the slingshot and then really being catapulted forward. And that's this buildup and breakthrough cycle that I see happen all over the place with the clients that we've been advising for the past decade. And these patterns of these lessons that show up. And sometimes these lessons show up in the form of a reoccurring frustration, a challenge that continues to happen over and over again. If you're seeing that, what that means is it's it's really a lesson in disguise. And as soon as you find that lesson and you learn it, that's when you can shift that frustrating, challenging situation in your business. And when you shift that, you now become a different person. You become a different leader. And one of the things that I've observed in myself is is that when there's a new level reached, a new plateau reached, uh, like that has gone beyond that, then what I've seen is that there's all these resources that are unlocked right at that stage that just weren't there before. I see all these new things, like all these new resources um, show up. People will show up in my inbox for saying, hey, I want to work for you. And they're like, that happens to be the exact person and the exact role we've been looking for. And we've had a lot of things like that magically show up in our business. And we've seen that too with big spikes of clients that will come in at certain times, like right after one of these events have happened. It's just, I can't describe it. It doesn't make sense. I study science and I like to think that I have a brain that is is all about reasoning and being able to, to verify things with proof. But the reality is, is that there are these patterns that we see that are very difficult to describe and don't really make sense within the physical world that happen as we have these breakthroughs. So I invite you to think for yourself, what do you want to create in the next 12 months? What do you want to create in the next three to four years? What do you want to create in the next 10 years? What does that look like? What do you want to create as far as your revenue, as far as profit? How many hours do you want to be working? 
Do you want to be living a couple months in a tropical place for part of the year? Do you want to have the company completely run without you? Do you want to be able to sell your company five years from now? Do you want to be working maybe 30 hours per week, but you want to be spending so much of your time doing strategy and another part of your time doing really work that's going to be focusing on growing your company? What do you want? Really think about what that goal is and then who do you get to become to be aligned with that? So if you want to go from working 60 or 70 hours per week down to working 30 or 40 hours per week, what has to happen for that to happen? Well, if right now you're working 60 or 70 hours per week, you're the kind of person, you're the kind of leader who works 60 to 70 hours per week. That is who you are right now. So you need to become, you get to become the kind of person that the kind of leader who works 30 to 40 hours per week, which looks different. So what does that look like? How does that leader who works 30 to 40 hours per week show up? So I invite you to reflect on those things. I invite you to journal on the different defining moments along your journey. Look at where those breakthroughs were. Look at where those breakdowns were. Look at where those buildup points were that really created these big defining moments in your business that from that point really took things off to a new level. So I invite you to look at these things. I hope this was a really valuable episode for you and give you some opportunities to really think and reflect and to have a little bit of homework to journal on to get some real perspective about who you get to become to reach the next level of success in your business and life. This is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast, signing off.